This podcast goes out to all those fathers out there, those that want to become fathers, those that are new fathers, and those that are seasoned in fatherhood. Let's go. Time to step it up and be a role model. Do the best you can. Keep that hand on the throttle. It starts with the will. Guidance will continue. Different shades of dad because the dad lives in you. Welcome back to another podcast. What an applause is really loud. Let me lower that real quick. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another uh, episode, Different Shades of Dad podcast. All the kids up in here. Yay! Go to bed. It's time for some grown folk talk right now. (laughs) Uh, This is a platform for everybody who just, you know, it's really just, you know, shooting what they say to shit, man. You know, with with fathers, I invite all mothers, too, to come along. I, I named it Different Shades of Dad because... You know, eventually we start talking about being a parent and being a father. And, and sometimes fathers, we get this uh, reputation of, you know, just the worst kinds ever. And, you know, we're here. A lot of us to step up the dads that are actually stepping up to the plate and becoming great fathers. Dang it. You know, we got to just let them know that we do exist and we are out here. And I'm sure a lot of you are out there as well listening. Or maybe you're watching. We're also on YouTube. YouTube ODM show is the name of the channel. So if you're listening and you haven't heard about the actual um, video version of this, well, you can um, go search on YouTube right there and please subscribe and give your boy a like for this one. But if you're listening on audio, well, let's get it going. Today, we're just going to chop it up. First off, I want to apologize to you. I haven't been up on my game. What I mean by that is, is last week, you know, for those that follow every single week, I missed another week, and that's twice already in the last two months. I got to level with you. This is a platform I, I, you know, where we can be honest, and I just want to be honest with you. I just feel like every single week I want to try to come with something different and not the same old, same old. But then another side of me is like, well, you know, don't be so hard on yourself, man. You know, just, just shoot, like you said, shoot the shit, whether it's by yourself or, you know, whatever guest you have on. Granted, guests help a lot when I when I have them here. Excuse me if I'm touching my face a lot because I that's, that's what I do. I got this beard and it's just itchy. <laughs> that itchy face. If you can relate, you have one. No, but seriously, uh, you know, so there's some weeks where I just don't want to jump on and if I have nothing to say, which is very rare. It's a rarity of mine because I always have something to say. But the thing is, can I go the full distance, you know, as to a full 30 minutes to an hour? And I, I rather than just sit here and ramble on because I, I really there's no editing that goes involved. This is just shoot the shot and that's it. Right. But um, I don't know. Maybe you guys enjoy listening to me rant. I, I don't know. But the thing is, there's got to be some type of, you know, meat and potatoes. And that's why I say you got to trim the fat. Right. And, and that's what I'd like to do is bring you great substance. Well, without further ado, though, I want to um, welcome everybody to the podcast. Different Shades of Dad once again. And yeah, we got a very special guest. And if if you haven't been noticing to the previous podcasts, um, I haven't quite got to my celebrity friends yet. And that is to come in the next few weeks here. Um, but I, I just want to hit close to home with, with some friends or some people that I may work with or some, you know, extended friends or just great acquaintances. And uh, a brother that I have on today uh, he goes by the name of uh, Lucky, Lucky Zuniga, um, and his real good brother here. Uh, we share a lot of a lot in common. Uh, you know, we're around the same age, 
So you already know the music is popping. Everything's popping from television. Like, you just love it when, you know, you surround yourself with people in your own Because let's face it, I mean, I, I'm usually, I grew up, when I was growing up, I hung around older folk. But now that I'm older, I tend to, like, gravitate towards younger because I don't know what it is. I'm just a young spirit. Is that what they say? So at heart. But uh, me and this dude, man, we we, uh, we we really hit it off, and he's really been good. He's been a great supporter of my family, RVG fam, um, and uh, anything that we do, my music, The Lighter Shade of Brown, uh, and, and anything that comes out of, uh, you know, the Inland Empire basically here, he has our support. So I'm going to bring him in right now. He's going to share his story. Um, military, um, he's been through it all. He's a barber as well up in the high desert. And the dude gets down on cuts. I've had him a couple times. And anyway, I want to bring to the show, ladies and gentlemen, my boy, Lucky Zuniga. What's up, brother? What's up, no? <laughs> Look, my boy came with a mic. Look, he's ready for the stage. Are <laughs> hey, you going to bust some verses for us or what? Man, that's your job, dog. That's your job. Nah, I get it, man. I just see somebody with a mic, and I go, all right, man, it's on. This fool, he come to battle me right now or yeah, what? Ready, man? huh? Ready. Be like Blind Fury. <laughs> Eight miles, ten miles. Nah. Blind Fury? You haven't seen Blind Fury? He sounds like he's, somebody. He's is a, he an underground rapper, freestyler? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's underground. He, underground. He was a, he's a blind rapper, man. He's pretty popular, man. He, he was out there doing his thing. He See, was on that, uh, oh, man, I don't know, it was MTV or something, raps. They were rapping against each other, rap battling and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's no, I haven't, I, haven't, uh, haven't, I haven't heard. I mean, he's got a great name. I mean, obviously. Yeah, look him up. <laughs> Blind like, Fury. Blind Fury. And I don't mess with blind people because let me tell you something. Their senses enhance like 30 times, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I got a homeboy named uh, Vin Dog. And I'm I'm sure you heard of Vindog here. He does radio local here, and he's like forty percent. He can only see forty percent, man. But I mean his 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 hearing, bro. Yeah, his, good. Bro, you cannot, you can't, you can't, you can't gossip around him. You can't, you can't talk shit because you know, he'll be like down the block and yeah. hear you, bro. For real though. So, uh, Lucky Zuni guy, my brother. I don't even. I was telling everybody like I don't even know. I was introduced to you as Lucky, obviously, but um. You want to give your real name, bro? Is that is that possible? Okay. <laughs> All right. Ray. I can tell by that. Ray, Ray, Ray. It's Ray, man. It's Ray. R-A-Y. There it is. Big Ray. Big Ray. Ray, um, tell everybody, man, uh, where, where, where are you from? Are you originally from the high desert, Victorville, California? Hesperia? Where, where are you at? What city? I live I live in Hesperia, but I'm from, I'm from uh, Corona. Corona, Crown yeah. Town. So you're out born, born in Riverside. Born, okay. Yeah, born in Riverside. Parkview Hospital back in 1972. Damn, baby. And then uh, my family's all, yeah, my family's all from Corona, Riverside area. But uh, yeah, I went to school in Corona for a while. That's where my grandparents lived. Most of my family's from Corona. Right. Yeah. Went to, did the whole junior high, middle school. Yeah, school. I, I started school there for a while. Actually, no, I, I started school in Germany, kindergarten and first grade. My dad was in the military too. So, I started kindergarten, first grade, second grade in Germany, uh, Schaffenburg, Germany. And then uh, from there, we went 
back to California for a little while. So I went to school in California for a little bit in Corona. Yeah. It was back and yeah. forth. It was like, you know, Corona, then it was Washington State. It was Corona, then it was Hawaii, then it was Corona, then Germany again. So were so, you called like uh, like what they call a military brats or something like that? Military brat, man. Yeah, military brat. Yeah. Wow. Now your dad was all over yeah. the place. Pretty and, fun, man. And you're like and the only child too, right? Yeah. Like you. Yeah. That's crazy. Only child, man. I was adopted. I was adopted when I was two years old, man. So being adopted at yeah. that, that's that's crazy. Yeah. I was adopted at two. I didn't find out until I was about 14, 14 years old. And I oh. didn't want to believe it, but they sat me down. They they talked to me about it. So Whoa, bro. Yeah. You just hit me over the head with something. Like, I didn't even know that. Like, I know some things about you. Like, I know you and I. Like, I, I knew about being the only child. I knew about same age and... uh different other characteristics that we have that are the same but as far as uh yeah in conversation that's that's a whole nother thing so growing up you're you you grew up with your dad and you had your mom and it was just you three right is that what is that what it was yeah always been us three always yeah and yeah it was uh what was your mom's good life i mean my dad she's from corona yeah okay okay go on my dad my dad lived in Corona for a while, and my, my dad grew up uh, in Corona, but he lived in Norwalk for a little while, and then uh, he moved to Corona, went to school out there. Yeah, my dad's, uh, he's my hero, bro. Mm. I mean, my dad is the reason, <clears throat> let me tell you this, my dad was playing ball for Minnesota Twins, Ooh. and uh, he quit playing ball for Minnesota Twins so they can adopt me. You know, back in the days, the adoption agency said, hey, uh, playing ball wasn't going to pay the bills and uh, you need to find a steady job, you know. So uh, my dad stopped playing professional ball and went to the Army. He signed up for the Army and uh, and they were able to adopt me. And uh, that's where it all started, man, you know. And we traveled the world, man. I mean, without my dad, if my dad didn't go in, I wouldn't have been able to go where I went. I mean, I've been to... I lived in Germany seven years. I lived in Hawaii for three years. I've been to Holland, everywhere, man, London, everywhere, you know, and, and because of him, I was able to travel. And that's why my personality is the way it is. You know, I was able to, to, uh, have friends of many races, mm. you know, and, and I get along with everybody, you know, and, and nowadays People aren't ain't like that no more. You know, they, they only certain, you know, mess with certain people, certain races, you know, and I wasn't brought up like that from the beginning. I had military friends that were Asian, Filipino, uh, uh, Hispanic, Puerto Rican, black, and I, I was cool with everybody, you know? Right. So that's another reason why I love music so much because music, like like you, you know, I, you love music too. It's, it's just we can relate with many people with music because music is all types of music. There's hard rock, there's heavy metal, there's, there's pop, there's Latin, there's all kinds. And that's how we are as people. We're, we're different. We're people, different people, different races and stuff, you know? And, uh, so back in the day, you know, eighties hip hop was my thing. I love rap. I love hip hop. Mm. Um, you know, if we go back to the real, you know, you know, run DMC, Airbnb, rock, Kim, Al Cool J, all that good right. stuff, you know? Right. So, so, uh, you know, I just, uh, as, as, as I got older, when I graduated um, from Germany in 1990, 
you know, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know where I was going to work. But, uh, you know, I chose the military because my dad was in the military and I saw him traveling everywhere with us. I figured, you know, I'm going to do the same thing. Well, I went in, I got deployed back to back, you know, three years back to back. I got deployed, so it didn't work out that way. Mm. So uh, I, end up, you know, I have two boys right now. They're 26 and 24, Elijah. And Nathaniel. That's another thing we got in common, Elijah. <laughs> Both of our sons are Elijah. Yeah, Elijah. Yeah. And uh, I got a grandson. You know, he's going to be two in July, Josiah. And uh, so, uh, yeah, so I don't know what else you want to know, man. What else? I mean, I mean I, I, I that was a lot right there. And it's, but I do want to back up because I just want to kind of let you do your thing. Um, but going back to when you were growing up with dad and, and you, you hit it on the, on the, right there on the button when you said, uh, I think kids, as they're raised, they're, they're not brought into racism or they're not brought into, you know, like all that, like, I'm just going to stick with my own kind or whatnot. Yeah. It's all how you yeah. raise. And you were fortunate, and I'm going to say fortunate enough to be able to travel the world and learn different races because your dad, obviously because yeah. of your dad being in the military. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of cats yeah. that don't go out the hood, that's all they know is the hood and who are their immediate and, homies are, quote, unquote. So and, and that's, that's kind of why sad. they get put in that box, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of sad because you never know your best friend could be the the opposite race, someone that you never thought you'd be friends with, you know what I mean? And that's how it was when I was young. I had I had a white guy that was a really good friend. I had a, a Hawaiian dude that was really a good friend of me. And I was, it just, we all got along, you know, that's just the way it was, man. When we were younger, we got along with everybody, man. We played, you know, we out there, we didn't have all this technology, these phones and, and these, you know, PlayStations, all this stuff. You know, we went outside to play, you know, we were out there playing, you know, Cowboys and Indians, hide and seek, whatever it was, playing the dirt, marbles back in the day, playing right. marbles and stuff, you know. Trompas. <laughs> yeah. It was fun, man. We had, it was good times back in the day. So, I, Yo. you know, I love my dad for, for that much, but he, he, it wasn't for him. I wouldn't saw all that. I probably would have just stayed in Corona, and who knows what would have happened, you know what I mean? Let me ask you, what so, was your relationship with your mom? With your dad. Me and my mom are close. We're really close because the fact that my dad was in the military, he was always gone to the field. When you go to the field, you go for like two or three weeks straight. Right. And you're out there training. So me and my mom was always home. Um, when I was younger, I was a little travia. So, you know, I, I would do what do stuff, you know, like leave the house without my mom knowing or come in late or, or, you know, just do whatever I wanted. My mom would say, oh, when your dad gets home, when your dad gets home, you know. So we always bump heads because we were always together, you know, it was always me, my mom, me, my mom, you know, and right. she was hard on me though. She was very hard on me. I mean, I remember one of my aunts told me that when I was small, my mom had me like right here by her thigh all the time. Like, like she was strict, bro. Like I couldn't do nothing. Like it was clean the house. It was, you know, you're going to throw the trash can out or the trash out. You're going to wash the trash can with Ajax in the bathtub. You're going to wait till it dries and put a new bag in there. You're going to do the dishes. You're going to scrub the stove. I did everything, bro. I mean, I was working a lot, bro, in the house. My mom had a lot of chores for me. And in a way, it was I didn't like it at the beginning, but in a way, it was good because uh, she taught me how to clean, you know, take care of myself and yeah. uh, clean up. Man, it's you almost know, like sick. your mom was in military <laughs> raised, right? Like, well, you know, she, she just was, held it down. She did, man. She did. She taught me a lot, man, you know. So I was brought up, you know, I was straight. She was straight, bro. So what was, was cool. what was one of the like like 
worst bad experiences you had where your mom just flipped, you know, because you talk about her saying, oh, when your dad gets home, whoop de whoop, you're about to get it. But is there a memory that, that where you really messed up? Uh, well, I got drunk at school, man. I had a uh, went home for lunch, and um, yeah, I drank a bottle of dry gin, and I got suspended for two weeks. And she she was pretty pissed off when my dad got home. Yeah, took away the key to the house and had me outside waiting for them to get home after school, so I couldn't go in the house. I had to do my homework outside, and but uh, you know what? I wasn't a bad kid like that. I wasn't one to piss it off that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just little things here and there. Just and testing the waters a little stuff, bit. Yeah, you know, I didn't really, because my mom was strict with me, man. So I knew whenever I messed up, I was going to get it. it was a, you it knew was there whipping. was like a threshold, like a certain point yeah. you could get away with. <laughs> yeah, and I had to stop because I knew my dad, he was spanking me, man. He spanked me. He had the belt and he was, I had a bunk bed too, matter of fact. And he would have me hold the top bunk and pull my pants down and, and go at it, you know. And yeah. he had me dancing, man, dancing, hit my legs, everything, all that. It was, it was good though, man. Man, that's crazy. I could definitely relate, bro, because my mom was the same way. Though my dad wasn't in the picture, she would still do those same things to me, you know, with the spanking, with the belt. She'd make me go get my belt, bring it to her. And uh, like I've said before, you really can't. It's tough to get away with stuff like that nowadays because it's just a whole different ball game. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of, in a way, it's kind of sad because that's how we were brought up. And, and, and look at us now, you know what I mean? And the kids these days, look how they're growing up, and it's like, man, you know, they need to be spanked, you know? They need to be spanked again, not beaten. I'm not saying beaten, but disciplined a little bit, you know? They're, they're too spoiled these days, man. You got a little, you know, five-year-old, six-year-old on, on, on with iPhones, you know, man? I mean, come on, man. It just, right. I mean, it, it, I understand giving your, your kids what they want, and if they earned it, you know, they, they deserve it, and that's cool. But, you know, me, when I got disciplined, it was, my, my my TV taken away, my stereo taken away, right. down to the key to the house taken away. You know what I mean? So, you know, when I messed up, I knew she was going to be taken away from me because I, I deserved it, you know? But, you know, you know, you know what? what? What's up? Nah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say just, uh, you know, these days, kids got more stuff now nowadays we didn't have that much back in the days you know they got they got everything now but isn't man. it a trip how the stuff that we did have which which a lot of the time nine times out of ten we created ourselves with our imagination yeah. that's what we had but man, even yeah. our imagination got taken away because guess what you can't go outside so there goes your imagination huh? unless you're in your room and there's where we really got creative and we found yeah. ways to entertain ourselves, man. I was making mountains, mountains with my, my blankets and playing with my G.I. Joe. <laughs> with my Wars, the, what kind of mountains, homie? We got the Tracy <laughs> Lawrence tapes or what? It was that wise. Nah, I would just build, you know, when you're, when you're only child, you, you, you have a great, your imagination goes for, you know, man, your imagination sure. goes you have to, bro. Come on. I remember, bro, being in – when I'd take a bath that night, bro, my mom would have me in there, and, and uh, I didn't have toys, you know what I'm saying, to play with. So I would use a toyita, bro, and I, that would be my shark or that would be my, my whale, and it would I just wet it and just make – anything yeah. to make it splash like that, bro. And it was like my, my, huh? my neighbor had – my homie had G.I. Joe's, and, you know, he had all the toys and stuff, but yeah, it made yeah. it happen, bro. Yeah, my dad, I, got, I had everything. My dad got me everything. I mean, he would come home almost every day with a new Star Wars figure, you know. And Yeah. But it was because I, I, I earned it. I, I deserved it because I was, I was good, man. I was always doing stuff that I had to do. I had to do everything before I was able to go outside and play or do whatever. I had to clean up everything, man. It was crazy. But 
you know, my dad, he would come home and give me another toy. And was, I had Star Wars like crazy. I had everything in Star Wars. Do you so, think he brought it? He would give you toys because he, he felt bad because he was gone so long? Well, you know what? I never thought about it like that. You know, he was gone a lot. And maybe that could be a reason that he did give me stuff because, yeah, he wasn't. He I'm wasn't just trying to, like, you know, around. figure it out. Yeah, because, I mean. Well, you, me, knew I was, you know, he knew what I liked, though. I loved Star Wars back in the day. I mean, 78, 79, all that when Star Wars was out. You know, he knew that's what I loved. So right. Get it. I had a good grades in school. And, you know, I wasn't a bad kid, man. I wasn't into drugs and all that. I didn't, I didn't do it. I, I mean, like you say, bad things. It was maybe, you know, like I said, coming home late maybe. Or yeah. I didn't do a chore when I was supposed to. Hey, when I get home, this would be done. I didn't do it because I was, you know, playing music in my room or whatever. And, right. You know, things like that. You know, I wasn't a... a really bad bad kid till i got older and i yeah i was gonna living. say so let's let's segue into your teenage years come on man that, there's yeah. where we really start experiencing our you know well i play trials football. and tribulations I play football, soccer. yeah i played football soccer i stayed in sports so i was playing baseball uh football uh soccer uh and then uh when i got back to corona um i was going to i was going to corona junior high at that time it was intermediate intermediate school and uh i started hanging around the wrong crowd and uh you know i did things and i got uh i got suspended for two weeks and it wasn't good and i got sent back to germany with my mom and dad so that's what i'm saying good thing that my dad was in the military and i was able to get back in the military school because they're strict in military school i mean uh they're bad bro so what happened was when i went back to germany i'm in uh, i think 11th grade now me and my buddy used to work at this toy store. It was like a toy store that had bikes and stuff, and we used mm. to put the bikes together. Yeah. And every bike we put together was $6 a bike. So $6 profit for doing it? or six, six, six bucks for each bike we put together. Okay. Assemble. So we would do like maybe two bikes in, an hour, you know? And, uh, you know, my buddy and I, we figured out, hey, if we just if we had to put six bucks on each line here for each bike we do, they don't know how many we're doing up here. Let's just put like add another, you know, a few more. They won't know. Right. We did that. We started adding more bikes, and they didn't. And so, and for like two, three weeks, they didn't have no idea. So we take the sheet down to the money cage. We would, we show them the, the sheet, and they would just add the total up. Boom, 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 boom. All right, boom. Here's your money. Boom, and go. We're like, yeah. We got an extra hundred bucks. Man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Doubling well, up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got caught up and the military police got us over there and uh, we had to do community service. It was 245 hours of community hours. And uh, and uh, luckily we did it on the base. If we didn't do it on the base out there on the economy in the German you know, city and stuff, we would have got busted to the Germany. They would have took, oh, yeah. took us in and stuff. Their laws are probably so way the different. Their their consequences. Oh, huh? way different. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we got in trouble for that. So, you know, I was, I, was, I started doing things as I got older. And uh, you get older, you get braver, you know. You know what I mean? But Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like you yeah, learned, though, it. obviously, from, from your experiences. I mean, we all do. It's like when karma happens, that you're going to keep getting away with doing the bad stuff. But eventually, it's all going to come to an end. Sooner or later. Yeah, you know yeah. Saying? Well, I did. I mean, my dad. Like I said, my, my you know, I didn't want to piss off my dad. You know, my mom. It's just it's one thing you don't want to do. You don't want you don't want to hurt them. You know, what I mean, I don't want people saying, "Oh, your kids are bad. Your your son's, you know, he's a bad kid." I didn't want that, so I started straightening up a little more. And uh, you know, when we got back after I graduated, we got back to California. 
Yeah. Then I got a job, started working, like I said. But uh, yeah, I wasn't a bad, bad kid, man. I I had, you know, had a good life, I guess. Let me ask you, what was the right. conversation like? You mentioned your dad and your mom and dad sat you down at fourteen and decided to let you in on this whole adoption thing. What was your first reaction, yeah. and how did you respond to that? Well, they sat me down in the living room. They said something we have to tell you. And uh, they said, we're going to tell you now because I know later on you're going to ask questions. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. You know, I had no idea what they're talking about. And so I sat down in the living room and you know, they said, oh, we want to let you know that, you know, you were adopted when you were two years old. I said, adopted? I'm like, no. No, like, yeah. You know, this is what happened. They told me the story what happened. I'm not going to go in detail with that. Right, right much but uh so i didn't believe it for a while because i figured man look look my, like my mom and you know i'm like that's not thinking a lot more i'm like man you know what my cousins all look alike i don't look like them maybe it's true you know like right. it's crazy like you know they always know my grandpa and i don't you know they all have the eyes the, the nose yeah whatever, sure yeah so it started coming in you know like okay i'm, I'm believing it now maybe i was and it didn't really change anything because i love my mom and dad so to me, they're my mom and dad. That's all I know. I don't really care about whoever having before us, whatever. I know who they were, whatever. But you know, I, I don't care. I don't think about them, and it's nothing, you know. And, and it's like you don't I, know any different. That's all you know for fourteen years yeah. is your mom and dad. Yeah, that's that's it. So, you know, I can go in little detail for you. I'll let you know a little bit. I did meet my biological mom, or lady, whatever you want to call her, back in. I'll say 2000. I was stationed at Fort Irwin over here in California. Okay, how old and, were you uh, then? Uh, probably tw 29. Okay. 28. All right. And the long story short, I met her because she was living with my sister. So I have a sister who was a year older than me. They kept her, but they gave me up for adoption. So I meet them in Moreno Valley. That was your older sister? Yeah, she's a year older than me. Okay. So we were separated. It. They kept her they kept her and, and gave me up. Got it. So uh you know, I met I met the lady, whatever, and uh I didn't go to meet her. I went to go meet my sister, actually. I didn't have no idea she was living with my sister. I get there, I meet my sister, we talk about stuff. She didn't want to know my story, I didn't want to know her story, whatever. We just talked about little things here and there. Then she said out of the blue, Do you wanna meet her? And I said, me who? She said, my mom. And I'm like, she's here? She said, yeah, she's down the hallway in her room. I was like, for a minute, I was like, hell no, I don't want to meet her. I bet all kinds you of know? emotions went through your head, bro. I would have had sweaty palms. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, hell yeah. no. Like, what's behind that curtain or yeah. door? <laughs> I almost said no, man. But I thought to myself, if I leave this house, I'm going to regret it later on. You know, I'm going to be like, Right. I regret it. It came to your like, senses. I always have a in my head, you know. So she went and got her, and she calls me to the room. So I walk down the hallway, whatever. And then she opens the door. She's right there, you know. She's in a nice, like a like a like a suit, kind of like a dressy suit. Like she worked in the office or something. I don't know. Yeah, conservative. But, you know, I saw her, whatever. I was like, okay, whatever. All right, cool. I shook her hand and I just walked away, you know. And that was it. And we get there short. And then uh, we talked a little more, me and my sister, and then uh, I took off. That was it. And that was the last time I seen him. You know, we don't have, we don't talk much. Me, my, my sister, you want to call her my sister. I mean, it's just. 
So you still have no, no I, you, you no, still I, don't have a relationship with your 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 sister or or no. We tried after that for a little while, but it didn't work out. We just have too much, you know. I already, I already know a lot of stuff that I didn't want to tell her what happened, and and she's had stuff. She thinks her mom's like the whatever, the best, whatever. Ah, uh, I got you. And I don't want to hear that, you know. And I don't, I know what she did to me and 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 her husband, whatever, back in the day. But you know, and uh, so we never kept in contact. I mean, I have her address and stuff. Her old address, I don't even know where she lives there no more. But uh. You know, I have a little nephew named Dylan. Remember that his name is Dylan. He's probably my son's age now. Elijah's age, twenty six. But uh, uh, it's just yeah, bro. That's just how it went, man. That's how it went down. And but to me, I'm still the only child, man, because that's the way I was brought up. You know, right? Only absolutely, one, just different circumstances. Kids, so. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you've had an interesting life, just from you know, from get. I mean. Um, from traveling all around the world, being adopted, and um, look at you, man. you just like, you know, you're a good person, dude, humble person, and, and that, that ta- teaches you a lot. It does humble you a lot. And now, fast-forwarding, how old were you when you had, um, was Elijah your oldest, or is that your youngest? Elijah, yeah, Elijah, the oldest one, 26. Okay, and you were how old when you had uh, Elijah? Uh, 20 years old, 21, 20, no, 23. Like 23, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Going back years, man. They can old man think back, man. Shoot. <laughs> I'm, I'm 48 right now. I get I'm 48, it, bro. Man, so. I can't even remember yeah. people's phone numbers, bro. I think it's because we don't, it's not the same age. Like, we don't look at numbers. Like, now we just look at names and yeah. we just hit, you know, go on the iPhone, yeah, bro. Man. Like, but before it was like different. I get you. Um, yeah. So you had Elijah at 2021, 20, 22, and then um, how, how far are they apart? Like a couple years, right? Elijah? Only two years apart, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Elijah was, uh, when, I want to say, uh, 94. What is your relationship with Elijah uh, or with both kids? Well, that's another thing. Yeah, they're, I mean, being that I was in the military, gone a lot, uh, you know, I came back on leave to see them for a couple of days, and I went back, you know. Um, it it's cool. Relationship is cool. I mean, he's more like his mom, so um, it's he has his own personality. You know what I mean? He's a good kid, though. He he's a good kid. I mean, they're both both good boys, man. But the younger one is more like me. The younger one, he looks more like me. He he acts like me. He's silly like me. He he went to the military, you know, and uh, my boy, man. You just had both of them. Are, I mean, yeah. The older, older one is, is, you know, they're the kids, man. I mean, they never got into bad trouble. No, no, you know, nothing really serious. And uh, they both work. You know, they both, you know, you know, got their license. So they're they're doing good things, man. I'm proud of them. You know. Uh what do you? What similarities do you share, like with your children, as your dad did with you? Let me tell you, it's music. Like I talked about earlier, it's music, man. I mean, they like the same music I do. They Love the old stuff, the oldies, the old funk, you know, Michael Jackson, Prince, uh, Keith Sweat. They like that stuff. Tupac, you know, they love that. That's what I I would put around them when they were around. I put that on all the time. So, you know, they like classic movies, Wizard of Oz, Rocky, you know, the old Rambo. They like like that stuff. They're old school like me. And I harp it old school, man, you know. Yeah. But. So that's what keeps your guys' bond strong is is, uh, the media stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. man, it's, it's got to be tough, like being gone, um, you know, military-wise. And 
Like, I can't even fathom that, bro. Here, I come home every day. Like, I go to the radio station in the morning. I'm home by 12. And, you know, and I I purposely had it that way so because I could do my other work when I get home from here. But besides the pandemic being forced to work from here, but I see my children every day and I, I, I just count my blessings like, man, that is just so awesome. Like I and I see dads, some dads that are truckers or they're gone three weeks. You know what I'm saying? Two weeks uh, that travel nationally or you got dads that are here still come home, but they live in a box. You know, they drive two hours one way, two hours back and. They're just there to tuck their kids into at night, you know. And well, you know, you know, guys got to do what guys got to do, man. Guys got to work. They got to work overtime. They got to do this. They got to make that money and take care of their family. You know. Amen to that, bro. So some got easy, some don't. Some got it easy, some got it, some don't, man. Just and but, and yeah, we go. Military's, go ahead. No, the military is good though, man. I mean. I mean, well, it was for me, you know, I was, it was easy for me to go in there and, uh, you know, I was disciplined already, you know, I was already disciplined. So right. I was take orders, whatever, whatever I had to do, but I told myself, okay, I'm going to be a sergeant real soon. I'm going to get my E5 and I'm going to be able to, you know, be a sergeant, tell people what to do and stuff too. So I did, I made it in three years. I made sergeant and, uh, you know, I took care of my soldiers, man. That's the one thing I did all the time. Take care of my soldiers, man. And you know what, that, 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 uh, stayed with me throughout my whole life everywhere i worked no matter where it was warehouse uh anything i did plumbing i always took care of whoever was around me I always made sure they had their tools or, or they were squared away you know what i mean i never want to see anyone fail and that's even being a barber and this life here being a barber all my barbers always try to help them out i'm always trying to encourage them try to tell them hey this is what but a lot of guys are so hard-headed they don't want to listen they don't want to listen to the old guys anymore they're like oh i'm gonna do it my way and you know yeah. Which is cool, you know, but my cheap pride, I, me, bro. Person, personally, me, I like to learn from someone that has experience already, that's been there, done it, and and I like to listen. You know, I want to know how how'd you get there. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not one to be like, I know everything, and uh, I'm not gonna tell you guys the secrets. I'm not like that, man. I want to learn from young, old. If you know more than me, I want to know. You know what I mean? And then barber life, that's how it is. You know, I try to teach the everyone that works with me. Hey. This is what you got to do to hustle, man. This is what you got to do to get your clientele built up. This is what you got to do to get better, you know. Don't ever stop learning. And, uh, you know, sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't, but it's cool. I think in life in general, that that's, that should be a rule right there, bro. Just, like, uh, always wanting to learn. You can learn. Like, I remember growing up, I had older homies, and I would just learn from them, and they would guide me, and I'd know who to stay away from and who to chill with. And you would just bounce off that. I think you could never stop learning. And even to, like you said, you hit it on the button. Like we even learn from the youngsters and the youngsters are like, sometimes they're hesitant to open up. And it's like, bro, like you're teaching me. Hey, each one teach one. You know, we, we learn off each other. And I think that's what uh, gets, you know, keeps you number one involved and, and up with the times as well. So I think that's real dope. Um, your dad, you, it seems like, um, you have a very special bond with him, bro. Like what, it seems like, I feel like I'm feeling the vibes. You're a lot closer w- with him than you are your mom. Is that fair to say? I think so much because my dad was always gone, you know? And then when he got out, we got a little closer because he was home more and he was a truck driver. He actually did like, I think it was 22 or 23 years in the army. 
And then when he got out, he went to truck driving. He did 20 years of truck driving. So like by the age of 65, he already had two retirements, you know, and then he played ball and, uh, and he played ball with Burt Byleven. He played wow. ball with, uh, Rod Carew. He played a uh, ball with Killer Brew. Like he played ball with these. I got pictures of these people with them, you know? Right. What I don't and, understand uh, is you said that he left to go adopt you or there wasn't enough money or it said, wasn't there money back then yeah, in baseball? It, it, well, no, not in 1968. It's the 970 around there. It was, it, you know, they got me, they, they adopted me when I was, what, 74. So, yeah, in those days it wasn't. They, they weren't paying the players anything. Enough. Right. I just have to pay, but there was insurance. There was, you know, be sure my dad, you know, he he needed benefits. You know what I mean? Right. Even stability. And I was going to say, both. yeah, yeah. The military, that's going to be for sure benefits. Everything, you know, dental, metal, you know, vision, health, everything's going to be free. You know, so right. that's what he did it for. And when he was in, the, when he was in the army, he played ball for the for the army too. He he did a lot of play baseball and stuff. And uh, he actually wanted me to play baseball, and I did it for one year and. uh it wasn't me. I was at bat one time. The ball came, hit my damn leg, and I was like, oh, I'm done with this. I'm not playing ball anymore. See, Put and the there's where you and I ball. don't have in common, bro, okay? Because uh, your boy, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> was hitting a 400 every year, made all-stars, man, as a freshman. But we ain't here to talk about me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit, bro. Come on, man. Nah, baseball was my thing, though, man. I, I I love it growing up. Before I became a rapper, I knew I was gonna become a rapper. Like that was my thing, bro. Was to become a professional baseball yeah. player. So I'm intrigued by as you're explaining to me that your yeah. dad alone played professional baseball. Well, baseball runs in my family. I mean, my grandpa was an umpire. You know, when he when he was younger, my grandpa umpired the baseball team in Corona. Yeah. My uncles all play baseball. I mean, they still do to this day. I think my two uncles play baseball still for the city. And Elijah, and, and uh, you're, you're the what's your other boy's name? Uh, Nathaniel. So, neither one of them played ball. I think you mentioned that they did try sports. No, out. Uh, Elijah used to wrestle in okay. high school. He, he wrestled in Corona. He's going to school in Corona. He wrestled, and then uh, it wasn't. He's not really into sports. He likes basketball. He likes going outside playing basketball and stuff. But uh, shooting around. He's he's more. Uh, He's a gamer. That's to be on the video game and stuff. You okay, know. he's a gamer. The younger one was the younger one. Nathaniel was more into uh, working out at the gym. Um, he likes cars. He loves fast things and uh, you know music like me. So he was in the gym a lot. He was he was pretty yoked and stuff. He liked taking care of himself. So do you see them often? Yeah. Well, Elijah, I see once in a while. He's in Corona, like I said, but he worked a lot. He has crazy hours man he's up early in the morning and he's back late right so Hustling. uh you know during this pandemic stuff he's been freaking out and he's scared to come up here he, you know you gotta watch out dad and this and that <laughs> you know, oh he's out. one My of those one, <laughs> no, yeah. i get it i get and it the younger one the younger one nathaniel he's in fort hood texas that's where the station that okay so, so he's you know I'll be to, yeah so it's kind of hard, man. I mean, him being over there and Wes over here. He calls me once in a while. He'll FaceTime me and 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 he'll talk to me and say he misses everybody. You know, it's hard. You know, it's hard, Dad. You know, I, I'm not there and I'm over here. I said, yeah, you know, I, I know. I know exactly what you're going through. You know, I went through that same thing. And right. It's hard, man. But, you well, know, who, we love you. You can call whenever you want. Right. Go now, ahead. who's got the grandbaby? Yeah, Nathaniel, the younger one. 
So where is he, so he lives, he so you how do you get to see grand grandbaby too or just when and, and Daniel comes or or it hasn't obviously because well, of I pandemic. Just, he, yeah, it's just he, they're in Fort Hood, Texas, man. So I only see them when they come over here oh, for you know a couple I'm of sorry. days. I'm sorry, I'm getting the names mixed. I was thinking yeah. Corona. Come on, see, hey, my yeah. old age is kicking in too, bro. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Elijah, he has a he has a he has a uh, a lady. He has a, he has a lady, but no kids right now. He wants to wait. He wants to get the house and all that stuff, and he wants to do it right. You know, which is right. cool. How long does he his expectancy to be in in the military for? Well, he's talking about getting out and uh, coming back home to California. And his wife was in the military too. Maddie, my my daughter in law, she was in the army too, but uh, she uh, she got out already. And uh, but they they're both talking about moving over here. Just we don't know when. We'll see what happens. I was hoping he stay in the military, dude, twenty years. And right, you know, I tell him it's not easy out here in the real world, man. It's not easy being you know out here. You gotta know people to know people and to to get a good job. You know to get up there. You gotta start from the bottom and said, just stay in. You get the free benefits. You you know you're gonna travel, you know, you get your up and downs, but you get your up and downs every, anywhere you work. You can work at Walmart, you can work at a fast food, you can have up and downs. I'm sure you have up and downs at work too. You're not always peaches and cream when you go to work, you know? Tell me about you it. You gotta deal with people that you don't wanna deal with, but yep. you gotta do it, you know? And and a lot of them come and is. go too. Like it could just be like corporate. Oh. It could be your boss that come. I've been through so many bosses, it's yeah. crazy in my 20 years of radio, you know, and they just come and go yeah. like leaves, but I mean, I think you actually found out, you, you know, be, becoming a barber and, and bro, like that's, to me, someone who's really serving. I got a story the, for you. The public, one, bro. Go ahead, man. Yeah. Okay. How I became a barber. So in Germany, 1986. Whose hair did you mess up? <laughs> no, man. So I had a black poodle. I had a black poodle. Oh, don't tell me. So the homies had two uh, uh, black brothers. They came to they're they're black and they were brothers, uh, light skinned. They were they're cool, and uh, they came over to the house one time. They came to my room. We're hanging out, listening to music. I think I had the the Houdini CD. I think I had the Houdini CD playing. Right. And, uh, anyway, long story short, the younger brother saw the Clippers laying on the ground in my room, and it had little black curly hairs in there. Now I, I don't know why he didn't think. That you know, I didn't know it was my dog, but he said, hey, <laughs> I know where this is going. You cut hair, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, hey, can you come out here? And I said, yeah, I'll cut your hair. We want. So I did the slope on him, and I did the step on the other brother. I did the little the slope. You gave him the back. Gumby, the Bobby Brown Gumby. Yeah, yeah the Gumby. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. So I gave him the haircuts, and then after that, I just started cutting people's hair. You know, it wasn't it wasn't all that, but I was just doing it. You know, on the side. Right. I, I used to do that. I used to get the markers and, and do graffiti on the pants or the jean jacket, stone yeah. wash jean jacket. You, the you back in the day. Were you getting paid? Yeah. Oh, no, man. Nah. Just doing it I for fun. I didn't get paid till. Yeah, I used to do it for fun, man. Right. And then when I went to the military, I did the same thing. I used to cut my soldier's hair because for some reason they had no money for haircuts, but they had money for alcohol. But, you know, <laughs> we have, Story of our lives. We have inspections. When we have inspections, they got to be fresh on Monday morning. So. You know, I had my soldier in the room. I was doing them up, boom, 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 fading them up, you know. And uh, yeah. after all this happened, years go by, years go by, you know, I'm not, I'm doing, I'm, 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 I think I was working as a plumber. I was doing plumbing and stuff. And I was, my back's messed up in the army. When I, I messed up my back, my knees. And uh, 
I told my mom one day, I said, hey, mom, you know, I don't like what I'm doing. I'm sore. My, my back is messed up, you know. And she said, why don't you be a barber? I said, a barber? She's like, yeah, why don't you just go to school? Use a GI Bill, go to school, be a barber. You cut hair in high school. Yeah. You did it in the, you know, Smart. in the Army. And yeah. I said, all right, I'll try it out, you know. So uh, I used my GI Bill, went to school to be a barber, and that's why I'm a barber now. So it was mom's oh. idea. Hey, bro, the poodle hair, though, yeah. on the Clippers, homie. <laughs> yeah, man. It worked. Yeah, it worked. Hey, bro, so listen. So you've been a barber for how many years now? A licensed barber since 2012. Okay. Licensed, yeah. And, and Licensed barber. Licensed barber, there it is. And, and, and most recently, yeah. you, you've uh, jumped on the TikTok bandwagon here and got yourself a TikTok, and all of a Man, sudden, bro. Man, I'm going to go there with the you, TikTok. You just started making videos. Okay. I saw one. I was like, boom, oh. okay, I see him. Man, how did that happen? Okay, so my cousin Adrena, she already had TikTok. She's she knows I I like to sing a lot. I like to sing you know old songs, whatever. Yeah. So I think I did it on on a chat or something, and she saw it and she's like, "Man, cousin, you gotta do a TikTok." I said, "TikToks for kids? What the heck? You got TikTok?" She goes, "Yeah, you gotta do a TikTok, man." So I said, "Oh, I'll try it out." So in the beginning, it was you know a little key sweat here and there. I did prints <laughs> here and there, and then I started you know scrolling through the tiktoks and the seeing people do other things I'm like wow i could do this do that okay cool right so i figured you know and then during the pandemic you know i'm thinking people went through a lot of stuff last year you know people lost a lot of family members people right lost friends people, it was it was a sad year you know so i figured you know i'm gonna do some comedy i'm gonna be a fool like right. i don't care what people think about me i don't care what they're gonna say about me i don't i don't care you know because i'm not here for those people i'm here for the ones that that want to be you know cheered up be entertained you know? yeah so i I went ahead and bought some wigs and got some bras and stuff. I'm here doing some stuff for the people, you know what I mean? He, you heard him I'm right. He said bras, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He's rocking the bras. He's no. rocking the Tina Marie. He's doing all these. I think you did, uh, who else? Keith Sweat, like you said. He did hey, Sweat, I did, uh, man, yeah. I just, you know, I love old music, man. I like, I like old school stuff. Man, I'm not into the new stuff at all, you know. It's not me. Nah, so I feel me you, man. Is, is old like, I like funk. I like you know old rap and stuff. So yeah, if I could do it, make people laugh, I'm gonna do it. You're not you know? you're not alone, but, brother, on that. Trust me. I mean, matter of fact, a lot of kids learn their old school from TikTok. So we got to thank TikTok for that one because my daughter's yeah. singing like Earth, Wind, and Fire, and I'm going, where the hell did you hear that from? Like, cause I I play it, uh -huh. but she don't know it, yeah. but she'll be singing, and she, and I'm thinking it's me. She's like, no, TikTok. TikTok's yeah. Out. yeah. Uh -huh. And uh you just the, the the music genres from back in the day, man, they just don't match up to today's. In fact, everybody's oh, constantly don't. trying to go back. That's why music is so timeless, bro, because yeah. you know, it's always in season. You know what I mean? It's one way or another. Yeah. Um what else? So you got the TikTok popping. We'll leave that in the description because it really surprised me because someone who's, you know, for starters, your background being military, being barber and and kinda not quiet in a way, but just uh, I, I just didn't see that coming from you, bro. But it, it really, like, opened my eyes. Like, this dude got personality. <laughs> and I actually became a fan, and I was following, bro. I was like, bro, you, you got to do more of these, man. Yeah. Well, see, that's that's another thing. When I was growing up, I was I was kind of a comedian, too. I was kind of like a clown, you know. My cousins, we all are. All my cousins were all funny. We all played 
jokes and prank on people. And Who's stuff, your favorite and, uh, com- comedian growing you know, up? Oh, man. I mean, I used to watch Raw with my dad, Eddie Murphy. Stop. There's another oh. thing we got in common, bro. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Raw. Murphy. Delirious. I like Jimmy Fox. I like, yeah, man. I Richard, like, Pryor. You know, Richard Pryor. Yep. Just, it was oh, a yeah. good, you know, good times, man. Go on, man. I, I ain't trying to be like nobody. I, I ain't a comedian, you know what I mean? I'm not a comedian. I'm just I'm just me trying to be me. And yeah. like I said, if I can make you laugh, that's cool. And if you don't like it, I don't care. They can scroll and they don't have yeah. to watch my videos. I, I don't really care. Well, you know, you know what's funny is that. Go ahead. No, what I was going to say is there's so many people that, that, bro, ain't nothing original anymore. And I, we see that because oh, everybody's got influences like that they, you know, and, and the best will tell you, like, yeah. If somebody asks you one day, hey, like I just did, who's your favorite comedian growing up? Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Probably nine times out of ten, you're going to take some type of stunt, you know what I'm saying? Something from his act or something. Yeah. Like, I know who I grew yeah. up listening to. It was, it was Eddie Murphy. Every now and then, I may do an Eddie Murphy crack, but a lot of people don't know who it is. If you're my age, you might know where it came from, but... Most people don't know. Yeah. And then, again, it's how you twist it and make it your own. And that's what I try to do. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that the name of the people that I, I like on there because, I don't know, just give it myself, but there's a guy like that does certain things, and he's pretty damn good what he does. And, you know, I did a couple of his little skits, and, uh, you know, I, I just changed it up. I did the face, you know, different, the filter, whatever. Yeah. I did the wigs, whatever. Changed it up. Not thinking so bad, like oh, I'm still stealing this stuff, you know what I mean? And uh, I even give him props. I even put his name on there, give him props. Hey, you know, and you know, I like yeah, what you I'm do. I'm a fan. Me up a little bit, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's what I do. And some people, you know, left comments. You know, they don't. Hey, you're a copycat, and to get your own stuff, whatever. Which, whatever, man, say whatever you want. But <laughs> people are gonna you know, say just, whatever they want, man. There's that's what they do. There's professional <laughs> trollers out there. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what they do all yeah. day because they're miserable. They they probably don't have enough to do in the day, obviously. But hate on you, so I wouldn't even worry about yeah, it. Yeah, misery, misery loves company, man. So so uh, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue doing it, man. I mean. You know, I got more people that I like than ones that don't like it. So you know, the most important thing, Lucky, is is that you enjoy doing it, and that's all that matters. And and if if you do, then people are going to see that, and it's going to come through the through the iPhones or Androids, whatever they got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So keep doing you, bro. Yeah, I'm I a fan. That come to- yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, I got clients that go to their shop, young, old. They all ah, I like your TikToks, man. You're funny. I can't see you doing that, man. It's like. Good, because that's not me, really, man. I'm not gonna be wearing no bra and wig all the time. I just do it for the, the comedy, man. The that's TikTok, it. that's it. Laughter is uh, key, bro. Like you it's said, fun, man. You know. Yep, music and laughter, indeed, bro. Hey, um, I'm see, it. trying to think of what else I want to hit. Also, you DJ, man, a little bit. I see you on the Instagram lives. You know, is there anything that you can't yeah. do, Lucky Zuniga? That's what see, I want to know. See, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is crazy because all this we've been talking about all this. You know, me growing up in school and, and military, it, it all comes down to music because when I was deployed, that's what got me through deployment was music. You know, listening to Tupac, I listened to Iron Maiden, Metallica, Molly Crew. Right. I was listening to all that stuff because it got me pumped up and I didn't think of so much about my family at home. I didn't think about birthdays and, and holidays. It was me and my soldiers. I had his back. He had my back. I put some music on and we're focused. We're ready to go on the mission, whatever it was. So 
it all go back to music again. You know, I DJ because I love music. I love right. to dance. I love I love old stuff, man. That's yep. just music. What's it do to people? Make people make uh, people laugh and 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 dance and have a good time. That's what I like to see. You know, if I could bring the people together by just music, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna DJ and make people dance and have a good time, man. You know, whether if it's getting drunk and having, you know, I love yeah. that, man. Just be yourself, have a good time. I think there's where you and I share another similarity is from what I see in that with everything that you said that you've done is that you you are there for people. And whether it's through music, whether it's through cutting their hair, whether it's through uh, pulling over on the side of the road and helping them with a tire, as you were mentioning off air. And I think, you know, eight to 80, it doesn't matter, bro. Like and I think that's a blessing. That's a gift from God where everything's going to come back tenfold, man. I mean. It only has to yeah. if it hasn't already to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't expect it, man. I just, I really just, uh, I love having friends, and I love having people because, because I, uh, you know, like you know, you're only child all our life. So having friends was was cool. I love having people I can I can make laugh and 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 trust and stuff. And and nowadays it's hard. You can keep that circle small because you can't trust everybody. Nah. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, if I can make someone laugh by the TikTok, and it's good. If I can make people dance, have a good time by music, that's that's cool. I'm happy, man. It's just that's just I guess that's who we are, man. I mean, your music, what you do, you know, you go to work on the radio. I don't know how you do that, man. That's 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 hard shit right there. But <laughs> you know, you gotta do the radio thing, and 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 it's not easy, man. Not everybody can do that stuff, man. And uh, you know, I appreciate what you do. You know, you came a long way. You know, and look at you now, man. You're you got a you got a big house. You're living good, man. You know you can touch up and bring smiles to people's faces, man. Because you're 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 a good guy, man. You've been through a lot, man. And uh, you know I you know I look Thank up you, to brother. you, man. You like you like brother, you know. I think mean, we've been through a lot, and uh, you know sometimes people appreciate. Don't, don't appreciate that, but uh, you're appreciated, bro. Frank, thank you, man. I appreciate that so much, brother. Like, I, that's what keeps me going, and that's why I do it, which is why I'm sure you do the same. Um, and it's just, you know what, what it is, and I'm sure they teach you, you know, at home, your, your dad, mom, and, and in the military, bro, like, respect goes a long way, ladies and gentlemen, a long way. Respect those, and you're going to get it in return. That's it. And you know what? Even if you don't get it in return, at least you know you did what you did, and man, peace out. Like you know, I'm a, I'm gonna keep pushing either way, and that's yeah. really what it is, bro. Because tomorrow, like, it ain't promised to nobody, and we already seen that in the most recent times. It's a sign of the times, and it's an ugly world. But we got our families, man, and and that's all that I care about. You know what I'm saying? Right now, yeah. at this point in time, so. Yeah, most definitely. Your baby girl, man. Your baby girl. She's so cute. Oh, we, bro. I swear. Adorable. Her little smile, man. Stop. She's getting big every day, bro. She's growing. I know. I don't talk about her enough on this podcast as I should. It's usually my son because he's the one that's going through the scenarios right now. But baby girl, she's uh, she just started. she just started feeding. We fed her for the first time a couple of days ago, man. And uh, it was all like feeding Elijah all over again. And she's making these like faces, you know, because she's trying different flavors. Mm-hmm. The carrot she doesn't do well yeah. with, but the oatmeal she does good with. And But it's just a different feeling when I look at her and her eyes, bro. And it's almost like a sign. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to get emotional talking about it, but it's just knowing yeah. what we've been through. You know what I'm saying? You've known what we've been through. If you yeah, follow man. our channel, yeah. it's just a different vibe. I don't know if it's because she's a little girl yeah. compared to my boy, but it's a different vibe when that little uh, girl It's what you went through, bro. It's what you went through. That, 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 that was a journey, man. And we all went through it. RVG fam, man. Yeah. We all went through that. And, <laughs> man, that was tough, bro. That yeah. was tough, man. So, lucky, lucky Zunica. You, Thank you, man. Hey, appreciate you coming yeah. on, bro. Um, I think, yeah, the time is up right now, but uh, uh, want to thank everybody for listening in. I think you're on that same Corona since we started, huh, bro? Is that your new one? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's the same one, dog. Almost done. Almost See done. what happens? But I got my. I got my Ciroc right here, too. Now, Dan, that's the famous Ciroc from the TikTok videos. Go check his TikTok right, out. Right. I'm going to leave it in the description. Or if you can remember Lucky Zuniga on TikTok, Instagram as well. Um, uh, You don't wait. You got rid of your Instagram, didn't you? Yeah, I got rid of all that, man. Okay. But you got a TikTok. That. Yeah, I got rid of all the social media. I just got the TikTok, man. Yeah. That's it. Put on the put on the fro, man. Come on, put on. It ain't the same without the face, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I know. Yeah, there's more to come. There's more to come. I got more ideas, man. Like that. Look at you, we bro. We got doing together. We got to do a little duet, man. You look like a some... Chicano a Welcome Back Carter, bro, right there. <laughs> yeah. I don't have like my laptop. Huh? Yeah, there you go. That's he what it is. Brain. <laughs> Lucky Zunica, man, once again, um, check him out. All the yeah. infos in the in, in the uh, description. Thank you again, bro, for taking out the time, man. Um, we got a link soon. I'm going to need a fade pretty soon. You know what I mean? Come check it out. For make sure, man. make you know sure you clean do. your clippers. I don't want no curls in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got you. Man. We'll catch you on the TikTok. All right, bro. All right, for sure. All right, man. Peace out, man. Hey, by the way, guys, uh, make sure you guys subscribe to this um, channel um, if, you, if you haven't already. And please share it. Um, I'm telling you. This guy, he's going to go make some TikTok videos. Uh, every week is when we do this, and I, I, I love doing this. Love doing it. Don't get me wrong. But I can have some great guests like that come on and share their story. It's very humbling to me, and I appreciate so, it so much, as, well, as, as I hope you um, did as well. So until next time, if you have any questions, you can always email me. It's in the description or ODM991 at Gmail there. I said it. And, uh, yeah, we will catch you on the next podcast, Different Shades of Dad. Let's get up out of here. Time to step it up and be a role model. Do the best you can. Keep that hand on the throttle. It starts with the will. Guidance will continue. Different Shades of Dad because the dad lives in you. Yeah.